Welcome to the 2020 New Year's extravaganza episode full of bloopers and best things about 2020 and what we're excited for in 2021. Well, we're Finn and Emma. That was energetic. <laughs> Very energetic. This is a now this was originally going to be two episodes, but we didn't get quite enough submissions by the Christmas deadline to do the bloopers on Christmas and the best of 2020 on New Year's. So we decided to mash it all together and do it here on New Year's. Yes. So, so happy 2020. It is. 20, no, no, 2021. Fuck 2020. <laughs> fuck 2020. Happy, happy 2021. It is the, officially January, the first day of, of a new year. Whew, 2020 is done. Does it feel the same? It feels better. It feels I'm going to assume it feels better. I'm We're recording this a few days early, but yeah. I'm assuming it feels better. I think it's going to feel better. I'm going to wake up that day and be like, 2021, way different than 2020. All right. Looking forward <laughs> to it. Well, maybe you and I, because we, we did get it quite a few, and thank you so much to everybody who sent in recordings for this. We have quite a few, um, and we hope you really enjoy them. And just so you we've know, enjoyed it's listening be, to them. Right. It's going to be a compilation of all of the voicemails we've gotten. So stay tuned. You're going to, they're awesome. They're just, there's so many and fun we don't, ones. And we're not really talking in between them. So the most you're going to hear us talk is here and maybe once in the middle when we have to interject on one of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then we'll see you guys again at the end. But we wanted to start by maybe uh, sharing some of our best things that have happened to us in 2020 and the things that we're most thankful for coming through a difficult year. And then we're going to each share a blooper, some good bloopers. We, we And what we're excited about for 2021. We're sharing yes, it all. We're there's, doing it there's all. There's three pieces in case you haven't figured that out. All right. Well, let's stop talking about what we're going to talk about and actually okay, talk about Best it. thing about 2020. It was a shit year. Okay. That's not the best thing. What happened? That's that the was worst really thing. Good. That was really you, good. Why don't you go? <laughs> I think for me, a lot of things were really good about 2020. It put this year put a lot of things in perspective for me, uh, especially like the importance of family and friends and being close to people and how much I miss hugging people and how much I thrive on human touch. Um, I didn't These realize These aren't happy that. things. Let's talk about the best parts. It put it all in perspective. <laughs> that was a really good thing because I think it's going to make me, and it has made me appreciate it all so much more. Time, like physical time with people it's made me appreciate that a lot more. Even the 24 hours a day we spend together. Yes, you appreciate even that. that. <laughs> we, we work three feet from each other all day, every day. <laughs> and sometimes want to strangle each other. But yes, I appreciate you too. And I think also just like realizing how lucky we are. Like it has been a tough year for many people, us included. Lots of changes in our lives. But we're extremely lucky. And I feel very grateful for everything we have in life. Yeah, we've gone through some, uh, Emma specifically has gone through a multitude of job changes. Just a few. <laughs> we, we actually relocated to California at the beginning of the year. And so uh, part of this year, the reason it has been tough for us is we don't, we don't really know anybody here. And we were super excited to move here and build community and make friends. And we started doing that uh, for basically the month of February. <laughs> and then we weren't allowed to do that anymore. Right. So it, it has been a tough year in that regard. But I would... I would just say that 
we have really leaned into the the online community that has come up around this show. And I don't, this isn't necessarily just a, a plug for the Patreon community, but like the, the friends that we have made through that and the connections that we've made through that have been life changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Life changing, fantastic um, people and, and people that we can text when we're having a hard time, or it's a group that we can go into when we're having a hard day and, and, and everybody does this and supports one another. And it's, I don't know. I think it has made getting through 2020 a lot easier knowing that we have this community that we can lean on, even if it's not a community of people that we can like go hang out with in person. So mm-hmm. I think that has been one of the best, honestly, the best parts of this. And and some of the feedback that we've gotten from people, you know, we, we started doing the meet and greets and people are telling us that they're making all sorts of connections all over the country and the world. And they're, you know, having extra dates afterwards and all sorts of stuff. Well, I mean, so, then our show's bringing people together, which you'll hear about in one of the, one of the little yeah. voicemails here. So I think it's just super fun to know. And it's been a good feeling knowing that like, you know, not that COVID was a great thing for us or, or the show, but like that we were able to help bring people together mm-hmm. in the face of that so mm-hmm. i think that's just been really special to us and we just wanted to say a huge thank you to everybody all y'all are amazing all y'all <laughs> you all you are amazing yes it's it just copying what finn said the community has been absolutely huge for us this year yeah all right looking forward to 2021 emma what are you excited about well since i started this by saying that i was valuing and putting in perspective what I miss about this year. I'm super excited for all the time with family and friends next year. You're going to go on a hugging rampage? Pretty much. You're just going to hug everybody? Pretty much. Okay. But I'll ask first. I would say you might want to ask first. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also super excited to travel again. I know we have a little while till that will happen, but I'm hopeful by the end of the year we'll be able to travel again and um, maybe even at some point host some in-person events. Yeah, that's, you know, that was a big part of what we wanted to do in 2020 was actually spend more time doing the community events in person, meet and greets and different types of things, you know, going to some of the different conferences that are hosted around the country, the Sex Down South and the Mm -hmm. Poly Dallas Millenniums and those types. And unfortunately, we weren't able to do that. So we're hoping to be able to do some of that in 2021. And yeah, travel around, meet people, meet all of you out there who yeah, write emails to us. Like we're super excited to get out and not just be a couple of people who sit behind a microphone. <laughs> and host meet and greets. Don't forget that. <laughs> Absolutely. So okay. yeah, 2021 for me, I'm looking forward to family, travel, and just not feeling like everything is scary. Yeah. Right. Well, it's still scary, but maybe the scariness can change a little bit. Yeah. We'll be scared of other things. <laughs> right. Okay, blooper time. All right, you go first because mine's really funny, and oh, I'm a and I'm a better storyteller. I don't think so. <laughs> Yours is I funny. just don't want people to like get you know the grand finale and then okay. So and the, then I'm I'm humble. Remember blo- how humble I am. <laughs> She's so humble. The blooper I wanted to share actually happened to both of us. Uh, we decided to go to a party and we were staying at a hotel that night and when we got there the the, the party was at a club the party was at a club that was away like 10 minute drive at least from the hotel ish it was a little bit of a drive it was probably 20 minutes and it was in a very bad part of town i was getting there i hadn't gotten there yet 
I'm, this is why. Okay, you go ahead. I will be quiet. Okay, so yes, we were going to a party that was about sure. Finn says twenty minutes away. It was somewhere it between was some amount of time, time in a bad, a bad neighborhood, bad That's part the, of town. Those are the important facts. <laughs> we got to the hotel, and it was one of the hotels where you have to valet your car. And we're so, not. Hold on, I'm I'm going to interrupt you. We're not fancy people. No, this not was at a, all. This was a 1999 Camry. <laughs> That, that we had, had to like two hundred thousand miles on it, so it wasn't like our Ferrari. That no. we... But we had to valet it, so we did. And when we went to leave to go to the party, they couldn't find our keys anywhere. And we waited and waited and waited. And meanwhile, like I'm dressed up with a coat on, but still dressed up, ready to go to this party. I guess to be fair, you were dressed up too, but you could, um, you didn't have maybe as it was slightly less clothes. noticeable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And <laughs> slightly as noticeable. And we waited for a long time. They never found their keys. And they're like, oh, well, where are you going? We can just take you in the, the hotel shuttle. <laughs> and so they, because we had been waiting, I don't know, like at least a half hour, 45 yeah. minutes at this point, we're like, fine, like, okay, just take us in this hotel shuttle. So we, we climb in the back of the shuttle and the driver's like, so where are you going? Yeah, and, <laughs> and, we, and we didn't know where it was at. We'd never been there. Right, exactly. That's another piece. We had never been there. We just knew the address. And as we're driving, it was getting into a worse and worse and worse part of town. <laughs> and the guy was like looking at us like, are you sure this is where you want to go? Like, are you really sure? <laughs> and so anyway, they dropped us off. We went to the party and then like, oh. Well, well, he just like, hold on. He kind of like pulls into this parking lot of this like dilapidated looking warehouse. Yeah, yeah. And like, he's like. Yeah. And there was like tons of people going in the building and everyone was all dressed up and we're like, yeah, I guess this is where we're going. And he was like, okay, don't, don't get murdered basically. And yeah. So, but then he said, oh, just call us when you want us to pick us up. And we're like, no, thanks. And we're like, oh, we'll take an Uber. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, next day they did find our car keys. All was well, but it was super awkward for us to be asked to be dropped off at this really sketchy place. So anyway, okay, go ahead. Your blooper. No, I think you nailed it. No, I don't think so. I think that one's hilarious. (laughs) I will give you a, a plus on storytelling okay thanks even though you had to interrupt me i didn't have to interrupt you i was supporting you (laughs) nobody likes a monologue that's true especially for me that's true that's true or for me all right so mine is a little more recent (laughs) (laughs) that one happened what maybe five years ago something like that yeah Yeah. so mine um you know as we talked about having you know the restrictions of covid most things have been virtual yes And we had been chatting with a couple um, on WhatsApp, actually. And it's important that it's WhatsApp because WhatsApp saves, apparently saves all of the pictures from your text chains into your phone, or at least it does on mine, into like my general like photos. Library. Yeah. And so we were talking with this couple and it was a group chat. And at one point, the, the gentleman of this couple sent a picture of himself. Uh-huh. I will say it in that way. It was a, <laughs> quote, picture of himself. <laughs> a little X-rated. <laughs> and a couple of weeks later, I so I don't keep too many pictures of myself. <laughs> on your phone? On my phone. I just never, like, I've really never had anybody request that from me. Uh-huh. 
So I don't keep a whole like album of them. <laughs> but I happen to have one on my phone that Emma had taken maybe uh, around the same time that we got this other one. Yeah, because I think, yeah. I don't know if we traded or what. Remember. I don't know. I wasn't. They're not like Pokemon cards. We're not like trading them. But <laughs> anyway, so I thought there was only one picture of oneself in my phone. <laughs> so fast forward, what, maybe like a month, maybe two months later. Uh-huh. We're talking to a different couple, and the woman of that couple had requested a picture uh-huh. of myself. <laughs> so I'm going through my album, and I saw the picture. I saw a picture of a male <laughs> body part, and I was like, well, there it is. And I clicked it and sent it, and then I was looking at it, and I was like, I don't recognize that coffee table. <laughs> table is what you did the, co- the coffee table gave it away so i <laughs> accidentally sent the wrong picture to somebody um okay, then I, and then he had to apologize then I had and to, explain oh then i had to, i texted her and i was like as soon as i sent it i was looking at it and i was like no no that's not good and so <laughs> well, then and I, I was standing next to you and you're like oh shit and i was like what happened he's like i sent the wrong picture of myself to this person she's like what do you mean the wrong picture i'm like well it wasn't me <laughs> And so then I was like, I sent a message. I was like, nope, not me. And she's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, that, that's somebody else. Hold on. Let me go get mine. <laughs> then I had to explain how it happened, how a little mix up. And then I had to text the guy and be like, hey, by the way, sorry, I sent, sent your picture to somebody. <laughs> he got a good laugh out of it. Um, so anyway, uh, moral of the story is we looked fairly similar. <laughs> and, and just be careful where you yeah. send photos. And maybe be careful of what photos get saved into your album also be careful that save them under a special folder that says pictures of oneself (laughs) and in my phone it will be just one photo in that album (laughs) (laughs) okay well we've covered it it. all there you have it we've covered 2020 excitement for 2021 and bloopers and now let's go into the calls with everyone else yep so just a Heads up, what it's going to be, the first half will be... Bloopers. Bloopers. And the second half will be the best of 2020. And there is one in the middle, basically, that's going to be kind of a changeover. As I recall, the first part is a blooper and the second part is the best of 2020. And I thought, well, that'll be a good one. Perfect. So... Anyway, you'll figure out which are the bloopers and which aren't. Yeah. I, think I don't know why I have obvious. to explain it to you like you're a child. <laughs> pretty obvious. So, my apologies. Anyway, enjoy. We'll see you in the outro and have a have a great listen. Yeah, enjoy. So let me just start by saying that this blooper was supposed to be on our second interview. Finn and Emma always ask about a blooper, but they never did. And so here it is since y'all missed it. One of our oldest lifestyle friends introduced us to this wonderful single woman. We've played with this uh, fellow for four years, had lots of threesomes and lots of one-on-ones with Felice. Plus, he's just a regular at our private parties. So it all started when he dropped in on this lady that he played with at her work. They got to talking, and she expressed interest about having a couple to play with. He said he knew a good couple, And that was us. So he put us in contact. We started texting. And it was really clear that it was a match, that we had really great chemistry. So by the time we got to the play date, we just dispensed with the whole meeting at the bar first. And she came straight to our house. She arrived. 
she's just absolutely gorgeous. I have to say it's the fastest I've ever gone from just hello to sex. So I'd call this a progressive foursome. We started off with a one-on-one, just, just her and me. And then Felice joined us, converting it into a threesome. So this started happening. And then our friend showed up. So we're all fucking. And he popped his head around the corner and said, the burglar's here. And it was time for burglar sex. And this just stopped the lady dead in her tracks. And she just said, what the fuck? She thought it was the funniest damn thing. And Felice just said, don't you know about burglar sex? It's the best. So we proceeded to have this just raucous and great time together, the four of us. Uh, There's a couple details that are important. Uh, One of the things that we just have a queen bed. So it's four of us on a queen bed. And every single one of us is kind of a large person. So all total, the bed probably had about a thousand pounds of hot and heavy fucking on it. So after about an hour and a half, the bed basically couldn't take it anymore. The box springs, just normal box springs collapsed, literally just split in half. And so had me falling through the floor, all of a sudden my feet are on the floor Everyone was laughing too hard to fuck anymore. At the time, the last thing we were trying to do was give Felice a nice spit roast. So the moral of the story is use a metal box spring because it won't break. It turned out that our new lady friend was an interior designer and she had the troubleshooting advice that we needed. So we decided to attend a Halloween house party despite the ridiculousness of 2020. My girlfriend wore a very sexy, very tight, very revealing, sexy tigress outfit, complete with tail and ears. I didn't want to be Joe Exotic, so I went for the sexy tiger tamer look. Not that I tame her in any way. However, sleeveless vest with tails, red velvet, black trim, arm cuffs to make it look like they had sleeves, very tight, very small spandex underwear and a whip to complete the ensemble. Halloween came and we dressed up at home and took some sexy pictures. So much fun. It was time to head to the party and I thought to myself, hmm, what should I wear? Do I wear this? Do I put on clothes and change there? I've never been to a Halloween house party. Hell, I've never been to a house party. She says she was wearing her outfit, so I said, fuck it, I'll just wear mine as well. Don't want to inconvenience anyone. As we're driving through the moderately upscale neighborhood, we notice lots of families with their children out trick-or-treating. What a weird thing to be happening on Halloween. Who'd have thought? Pulled up to the house, and thankfully there was no one around except for one man pulling a wagon with his son. Now, this guy was wearing a costume. I don't know which Pokemon he was, but he was definitely one of them. And his son was also dressed up as a some kind of character. Now, our host had graciously left a pumpkin bucket full of candy at the bottom of their steps so no one would ring the doorbell. So we had parked right in front of the house, and this guy and his kid stroll right up, grab some candy, takes a picture, looks around, we stay in the truck, and finally moseys his way around the corner to the next house. Now, we wait till he goes to the house after that, and all seems clear. 
No, she's laughing her ass off because I'm incredibly nervous about being seen like this in a family neighborhood. And we essentially, well, I sprint to the door. She takes her sweet ass time. We get to the door. I ring the doorbell. No answer. Ring the doorbell again. No answer. Dogs are barking. I, no answer. I knock on the door. Still no answer. About this time, three different families are approaching from various directions. Or at least groups of people. I'm assuming they were families. Kids. Adults. All in costume. Headed our way. I'm starting to panic. I cannot believe I'm out here dressed like this in public. I wait as long as I possibly can, then open the door and step inside. Thankfully, our hosts were not surprised as she was in the bathroom finishing her makeup and he was out back finishing the grill. So, that was quite the blooper. It was quite embarrassing. I didn't want to be seen out that, like that out in public and potentially ruin the neighbor's experience or our, the experience of our hosts as well. But we had a great time, a wonderful evening. Had a phenomenal time at our first house party. Learned a lot about ourselves and about each other, but that's a story for another day. I want to thank you both for your continued efforts and all that you do to help bring awareness and normalization to non-monogamy. has made a huge difference in our life and our relationship. You guys rock. Thank you. So I have a, a non-monogamy type blooper. So there's a girl that I know. Um, I met her at a retreat, and she and I clicked immediately. We also happened to have been attracted to the same guy. Um, in the long run, respectfully, I bowed out, and uh, she ended up moving in with him, and they had a fruitful relationship. Um, I am still friends with her many years later. She and I became really good friends, and she is a bit of a romantic interest for me now. Um, in addition to that, there's there was another guy who was part of this retreat, and it's like a group. And we found out through our friendship that she and I also were in, was involved with him. So that's two guys. Um, and then I saw on her Facebook page one day. Um, somebody who was responding to her and I read through it and and then I looked at the name and I was like, oh my God, another guy who she and I were both involved with. But this one was totally out of the blue. It was a guy that I had met online, like random because she and I have never lived in the same state. Um, and I was like, I can't... <laughs> Like, I can't get over that she and I just keep on, like, having the same lovers, you know? Um, and I I didn't really know what to say. I don't think he, you know, was paying me much mind when I responded to the thread. But I was like, and then I told her, she's like, what? That is so random. Um, it turns out that they knew each other through, like, this dance organization and there happens to be a chapter in New York which is where he lives and there happens to be a chapter in the state that she's in so um i just super random like how is it that she and i keep on having the same guys in our life just like i said she and i don't even live in the same state so 
truly a monogamous type of story. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's my blooper. Bye. We are Perla and Chad, and we want to tell you one of our first experiences in swinging. So this is our one of our first times. It was our first time meeting a couple one-on-one, or you could say two-on-two. We uh, met this couple at their house. It was already fairly late at night. We went over to have dinner. We had dinner. We talked, had a good time. Later on in the evening, we ended up going to the bedroom. As we start, we start taking each other's clothes off and things like that, and we're having a good time. And right when we were all naked and really starting to go at it, we hear a rattle and the door opened up and their eight year old kid had come into the room and we were all naked. Needless to say, it was quite embarrassing. The other guy, he got up and he, you know, took the kid back to bed and then he came back in and locked the door and I went up and I checked to make sure it was locked and we continued and had a great night. And ever since then, every time we had been swinging, even if the other person locked the door, I would go and double check. Hi, Emma and Finn. This is Kenneth from Maine. Uh, want to take the opportunity to share a blooper with you. And of course, it's embarrassing. and That's how bloopers are, but I'll give it a shot. Um, anyhow, um, several years ago, my partner Annie and I uh, would like to visit from time to time a an old-fashioned uh, a sauna. It's a nude sauna made back already in the 70s by some hippies. It's uh, wood-fired, and they have oh, three or four different sauna rooms. Uh, some are more public and some more for just private couples. And then they have a hot tub and a pool. It's quite a nice operation. Um, and they actually have a little playroom in the back down the hall. And that's where sometimes sexy things happen. And so being new to the swinging scene, I was really curious to see how this works and uh, kind of jumping in with both feet to participate if, if, if I would be able to. And this one evening that we were there, I, I got lucky and uh, I went back and there was uh, quite a crowd in the room. There's just one massage table and a very attractive lady was laying down sort of crosswise and uh, uh, her husband was at her head. Her head was leaning off the table and she was uh, giving him head. And another man, I'm sure with consent, was uh, was uh, proceeding to fuck her. And uh, the other men in the room watching, they were all erect and stroking their cocks. And uh, I didn't know what to make of the situation. I've never been in such a such a uh, scene before, but I took it in stride and figured maybe this is what some people do. And it was pretty erotic. And uh, I asked uh, permission because I was very strong in consent. I asked her husband if I may touch her. And he said, sure, go ahead. And he also said something, but I didn't quite catch it. He sort of said it quietly. Uh, so uh, I, uh, I loved to, her breasts were beautiful. And so I, I, began touching her breasts and I leaned down to kiss them as well as uh, suck on her nipple just a little bit. And as soon as I started sucking, I tasted cum. 
and I wasn't aware of how the science was and how it worked, and I was mortified. Uh, here I was tasting somebody's cum, and I might get an STI. Oh, no. And I quickly uh, raised my head, and then I realized what he had said was that uh, she likes for men to come on her, and somebody's already come on her on her tits. <laughs> and uh, it was pretty wild, but I, I squelched my 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 um, fear and my panic and managed to uh, enjoy the experience. Uh, she actually, I asked for a chance if I could uh, let her suck on my cock, which the husband politely obliged. And that was fun. And then um, uh, I was even able to uh, fulfill her desire. She wanted all the men to ejaculate on her, to come on her body as the action was happening. And I was actually able to do that. Uh, a surprise because sometimes, you know, there's a performance anxiety with so many people around. So it was kind of a wild experience, uh, not your usual swinger experience. Uh, but uh, that was my blooper. Uh, again, I'm pretty embarrassed at it now uh, that I didn't hear what he said. And my reaction was such a, almost had a panic attack uh, when that happened. I actually didn't mind the taste of the cum, but uh, I was mortified, like I said, to think that I might get an STI. And I worried about it for quite a while, but I realized that uh, later that you, you really can't get an STI from, from that sort of contact. So, um, yeah, for what it's worth, there you have it. Thanks for all your great work, guys, and uh, keep, keep it up. And uh, we'll keep listening and, and growing and learning and uh, having lots of fun. Take care. Bye. Hey everyone, Happy New Year. Just wanted to call in a quick blooper that happened to me in the recent past while playing strip catchphrase with my wife and two other couples. Um, at the at the point that this happened, I was I'm pretty sure I was I was completely naked and towards the end of the game, thankfully. Um but I was sitting there and I realized that my legs were kind of wet and you know, the area that I was sitting in was wet on the carpet. And I'm just like, what in the heck is this? And then it finally dawned on me um, that earlier in the evening when we um, got there to the host couple's apartment, they decided to feed their dog because they hadn't eaten yet, obviously. And I guess with all of the excitement going on in the apartment, it got a little bit nervous and threw, and threw up its dinner, ralphed all over the carpet. Um, they had done a good job, I think, cleaning it up. At least they spent a lot of time that I can remember, you know, picking it up. But as I was sitting there, I'm like, why is this wet? And then it finally dawned on me and I had dog barf all over my, my legs. Um, so I, fuck, I don't know how to end this. Um, I tried to stay cool about it. You know, it was kind of grossing me out, and I don't know if anybody else really noticed, maybe a couple people in the group. Um, but feel free to edit this ending out, because I don't know how to end it. Uh, hello. Real quick, Finn and Emma here. Yeah, we're popping in the middle of this episode just for a quick addendum. So we happen to be one of the two couples who were playing strip catchphrase yes. uh, during this dog vomit incident yes so first of all uh dave totally crushed the ending leaving that in nailed it 
uh, couldn't have done it better myself. The other important thing that is really uh, that we wanted to mention here is that this was a pre-COVID strip catchphrase event. This was almost exactly a year ago today, almost to the day. And so we just wanted to throw that out there because we've been doing our best to socially distance and keep you know, keep the COVID at bay. And we know Dave and his partner have as well. So we thought that was important to share. And I just wanted to say that my actual favorite part of this entire <laughs> story wasn't even that he sat in the dog vomit. It was that he was the only one naked by a, by like a long shot. And the reason is because there were opportunities for other people to get naked and they just didn't and so <laughs> but he was rolling with so it so he just kept getting more and more naked and pretty soon he was naked and there and everyone else was like no i'm good and so it was just him sitting naked <laughs> on the wet carpet yeah so it was priceless he's he's a great sport yes and uh, I'm sorry that you ended up in the dog vomit i'm not that sorry <laughs> And it wasn't our dog, by the way. That's important. It was not, not our dog. Not our dog. <laughs> not so, our place. Yeah. Anyway, thank um, thank you for calling in and sharing that. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and actually, Dave called back in and shared another one, which we're going to play right after this. And I just have to say that I'm part of this blooper, and it it was exactly as hilarious as Dave says it was. So we laughed really, really, really hard. Um, even though it sounds really for simple. hours for simple. It sounds simple, but just <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. So thank you again, Dave, for calling in and sharing these two stories. And for always being funny. And for, yes. Being, even when you're not trying to And be. for being fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, guys. It's Dave again. I thought of another blooper um, called The Head Bonk. And it involves Emma and myself. We were dancing at the disco in Desire. And I think it was so loud in there we could not really here. And we both leaned in to say something to each other, or at least we thought we heard somebody say something to each other. And we ended up bonking foreheads. And then we started laughing so hard um, that as then as we were laughing, we leaned forward again and bonked heads a second time, which then caused even more laughter. Um, I think that was probably the hardest I have ever, ever laughed before in my life. That was um, a really great memory. So anyway, uh, hopefully you can use this and we'll talk to you guys soon. So this story goes back a long ways, probably 30 years before we opened our relationship. <clears throat> so we're just dating and we're about 19 years old and we're working at a McDonald's. And the managers know that we're sleeping together. And so we're reliable. So they put us on the opening shift together. And this morning we were working with a older German lady uh, named Hildy. And Hildy was really old. But really, Hildy is probably younger than we are now. <clears throat> anyway, she makes a really bad bit of judgment. And decides to send us on break together uh, early. It's a slow Sunday morning. And so we go down to the break room, which is down in the basement. And we eat our breakfast. And we finish. And we, and we still have about 10 minutes left in our break. And so and I can't remember who had the idea, but we decided to go and have a quickie. There was an employee bathroom. So we locked the door. 
and uh, we're gonna we're gonna fuck and we're gonna fuck on this sink. And so we get to it. So I put Felice up on the sink and we start going at it. So I'm just pounding away and it's been a minute or two. And all of a sudden the sink, and this is one of those little sinks that's just attached to the wall, just comes off the wall. I mean, it just loses all structural integrity and comes off the wall. And then it's got fleece on it. It starts to bend and I'm worried that the pipe's going to break. Now, the key thing is, is that we were in such a hurry that we didn't even bother to take our pants off. So both of us have our pants around our ankles and the sink is falling. So here we are intertwined and Felice has to crawl out between us and figure out how to get away from me. And I have to step over her with the pants around my ankles so she can go find a box of something to put under the sink so it doesn't continue to fall. So I work the stock shift. So I know what the best stuff is in the break in the stock room. And so I tell her to go get a box of hot chocolate cans. And so she picks it up and brings it in and we wedge it under the sink to hold the sink and keep it from falling anymore. And so that doesn't break the pipe. And then we have to figure out how to explain this. So we decide not to go up together. And so Felice goes up first and she's beat red. She's just embarrassed as all get out because she's still the nice, innocent Catholic girl. And then a couple minutes later, I come up and my job is to explain what happened. So I tell Hildy, I said, uh, you know, we were had a break and I went to use the bathroom and I leaned over and sat on the sink while I was tying my shoe and the sink broke and came off the wall. Now, Felice is absolutely red in the face and, and can't even look at Hildy. And then the guy I'm working with back on the grill knows completely what's up and he's on the floor laughing, but somehow we got away with it. So that's the story of our break where we broke the sink by fucking. So our blooper or it's not our blooper. It's my blooper. It's your blooper. Well, well I was it's there. Our, you were there. It's I the, was there. I guess it, it wasn't really our blooper, our blooper. It was no. someone else's blooper, but it was a yeah, it was definitely... How do you explain it? So, uh, if you choose to use this, um, <laughs> so we were out on a, and not really a date, but we were... We were on a date. With our lifestyle friends. Yes. Right? And they had come to our neck of the woods, yes. as we like to say, and they rented a hotel with an ocean view and a balcony and a fireplace. And it's beautiful. Yeah, so it was pretty cool, and we had gone out to dinner. Yes, and we had gone back to their room. Yes, and uh, for a nightcap um, before going home, and then so he steps out on the balcony to have a cigarette. Yes, and she tries to light the fireplace, and she was having a heck of a time. It, it just would it not would not light. start. It would not start. It would not start. And the next thing you know, boom. <laughs> And I started laughing, even though I knew it wasn't funny. It was my nervous laughter. And I was freaked out because 
All I could see was the explosion and then smoke coming and from, her from, her, from her head. And um, I, and it's this is all happening in split seconds, it right? Did. In it microseconds, so right? Fast. But I remember thinking, I, you don't want to stop, drop, and roll in a motel room right. or a hotel room or on the bed sheets. So Anna, we just, I kind of went to her and started covering her face with your jacket with my with my right. arms yeah and i pulled her head into my chest as i'm patting her patting her head down with my hands and arms it was scary and i remember she was like what does it look like what does it look like and i was like i was kind of afraid we were both afraid i was kind of afraid it's like i did not want to i did not want to gaze upon her and have burning flesh yeah uh, it was it was that scary i mean it, was. it really was that scary was. at the time and it turns out she just i mean she lost her bangs and she lost her eyelashes, eyelashes. but she didn't have any burns on her skin yeah it was thank god oh but it was but it was oh. definitely scary it was it was very scary um yeah so but on the plus side every once in a while I remind her of that night, and I say, <laughs> you remember that night you guys came down and you rented that hotel room? You were smoking hot that night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Emma and Finn, this is Sloan from Texas. Um, so my blooper of the year is when this pandemic started, I worked from home. I'm not used to working from home. I'm used to being out and about and going and doing. And I spent lots of time working on my computer and my kids were home, my husband, and it was a lot of love and a lot of, (laughs) a lot of fun, but it was also driving me to eat and drink. And I, at one point, ate an entire keg sized tub of cheese balls and drank an entire long handle of Crown Royal by myself in a very short period of time. So that's my 2020 blooper. Uh, Best thing about this year is just learning more about the lifestyle and ethical non-monogamy as a whole. It's been amazing for my marriage. Um, It's brought such fun and spice to our already, I think, interesting life. And so um, happy new year, guys. Hi, MM Finn. This is Casey, and I'm here to share a blooper and a highlight of 2020. Uh, I'll start with a blooper. I'm going way, 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 way back, probably 20 years ago when I was about 15 or 16 years old. This isn't really non-monogamy related, but it was still a funny story I thought some people might get a kick out of. Uh, So there was a group of us, five or six, um, probably half men, half women. Uh, I should probably say boys and girls since we were really young. Um... And of course, uh, the three guys, uh, were trying to impress the, the ladies. We were down at the lake. Uh, it was probably midnight, um, probably about this time of year. It was really cold out. And I thought, you know, what better way to impress a lady than to, uh, strip down to my underwear and go swimming in a lake, uh, tons of fun. And I jumped in and swam for a minute and jumped right out because it was freezing. You know, we live here in the Pacific Northwest, um, came out and, you know, of course, everybody's thinking I'm crazy and cool and all those other words. And I'm chatting with the the three ladies up on the dock after swimming, wet and freezing, probably talking for 15 or 20 seconds. 
And my friend points down and lets me know that my penis has been hanging out for the last 15 or 20 seconds and everybody's, you know, staring and pointing and probably laughing. Uh, it was freezing out. Um, yeah, it was a really good time. That was kind of just a blooper, uh, from way back when, um, one of my highlights from 2020, uh, you know, everybody else knows 2020 was a strange and difficult year for most of us. Um, you know, there are lots of little highlights, but to be honest, I think, I think it's especially in the non-monogamy part of our lives, uh, really the, the me, we group that Emma and Finn, um, kind of put together and started, uh, has been a real highlight for us. Uh, you know, in a time when we can't get out and enjoy some of our, the parties and the get togethers, um, that we used to, it's been really nice to have that same group of people or, or same style of people, very open-minded. Uh, it's been really nice to have a group, um, like that to, uh, communicate with and have the meet and greets and have the chats going, um, Really, I would say that that has been the highlight of the year. Everything that Emma and Finn have done for their community uh, and brought us all together. So, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Uh, can't wait uh, to get together with you guys someday. Bye. So, let me just start by saying, while 2020 has been an absolute shit show, I have a lot to be grateful for. Uh, first of all, Felice and I have full-time jobs and we can work at home and stay safe. Plus our children are growing up and we don't have to deal with daycare. I know that we're so much better off than so many people. And in addition to that, if I was going to be housebound with anyone, it would be her. She's my very best friend. Plus she's an extremely uninhibited and fantastic sex partner. She's just a phenomenal playmate. So, uh, we've sort of become semi-monogamous. Uh, so another thing I'm grateful for is that a couple of single women have picked me for their pandemic sex partner. So they're all part of our little sex bubble, um, along with a lot of pretty much constant discussion about COVID health added to the general sexual health discussions. So one lady is uh, someone I've been playing with for about three years, and we end up playing weekly, especially now. Our play sessions have always been just fantastic, and she's also a stable at our, the little sex parties we mentioned in our sex, second interview. We've explored some new sexual spaces, and we found some real keepers to add to our usual repertoire of fun. So that's made the pandemic much better. Um, the second lady I've mentioned is newer, and she brings a lot of deep experience in kink to the table. As a result, I can work on my skills at being a uh, dominant uh, with someone who really knows how to do things. She enjoys being submissive, but she's a switch, so she really knows what she's talking about. The other thing I'm really grateful for is Zoom. Zoom has made personal life so much better. I'll start off by giving a shout-out to Em and Finn's meet and greets. They're a huge highlight of every month. And it's just an amazing way to meet a wide variety of fantastic people. And they're just incredibly fun. Um, I also met a new woman on a dating app. She lives in a neighboring state. She's playing it very, very safe. Uh, but we hit it off really well, intellectually via texting. So when we finally got to talking about sex, we exchanged the yes, no, maybe lists. 
and it made us realize that, in addition, we were very sexually compatible. Now, I'm not a big fan of video sex, but she suggested it to me, and finally, given that we can't see each other for more than a year, she convinced me to do the video date on Zoom. So what I do is I find a piece of erotica that sort of fits her kinks, and I read it, and we masturbate. Uh, so far, Zoom hasn't kicked us off, and it's just been an awesome way to connect. I actually took this story and applied it to a second friend who also is a long-distance uh, playmate, uh, who I'd actually met at Desire the previous year, and we basically do the same thing. So, all in all, while the shit show's been terrible, I've got it pretty good. So, the best thing that happened in 2020, hmm, I guess a few things, really. Um, I found a job that I absolutely love. Um, I love the people I work for and with. Um, I think that they're remarkable. I think that the culture is exactly what I was looking for. What really stands out for me is that in 2020, I got sick with coronavirus uh, mid-March. And I'm really grateful because I, I got spared. I was really, really, really sick. I had one night in particular that I struggled uh, with, and I called a relative of mine who is a retired nurse. She stayed nice and calm. I was not very calm. I had just called the hospital, and they told me that if I went in, that I had to know ahead of time that I was taking the bed of someone who was much sicker than me. So I didn't know what to do with that information. I decided, okay, I guess all I can do is wait this out. And my relative had me go to my to the bathroom, turn on the shower. The steam was going to help my breathing. She asked me what was in my medicine cabinet. I read off labels. She had me take something. And uh, she stayed up all night and waited for me to call her. And uh, I called her as I was getting ready to go to sleep because I was breathing much better. So, yeah, those are some really good things that happened in 2020. I mean, I have got to celebrate that. I'm grateful. And what do I, um, what am I looking forward to in 2021? I'm actually building a business right now. I finally decided this was sort of my time. I have a lot of time on my hands now. So I'm creating a business based on um, using art for self-discovery. That That's going to be um, a series of uh, classes, like workshops, both online and in person. Um, I'm going to finally start writing again after 20 years about uh, where I've stopped writing. I went to school for writing and had um, some people, you know, tell me that I was super talented and I just, I, I made big changes in my life and I abandoned my writing. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, thanks for asking the question. I think that these are super cool and I hope that in some way this will trigger some really positive thoughts for um, the people who tune in. Okay, bye-bye. 
Hi all, happy holidays. This is Chloe from Chloe and Drew. And an amazing thing that happened to me in 2020 was the transition from swinging to polyamory. And thanks to the podcast, Normalizing Non-Monogamy, we were able to meet a bunch of amazing people. And I actually ended up meeting my boyfriend through the podcast. So thanks, Emma and Finn, for all you do and all of the love you bring to our life, literally and figuratively. Happy holidays. Hi, Emma and Finn. This is Michelle from episode 124. I am just writing in to tell you some of the things I'm thankful for for this year, um, which I think is a really nice exercise, by the way. Um, first off, I moved to the same continent as my now husband. So we got married, which is amazing. We're now physically able to be together, which is amazing um, with our cat family. And um, I've been also a bit thankful for how slow life has been. Um, ability to reflect on some things and take my time. Um, and as well as ways to stay in touch with people and how those people have remained in my life over the year, really not seeing each other. Um, and of course, podcasts like yours, I do really mean it. They give me something to be excited for each week and something I can listen to with my partner and discuss afterwards. So you guys are doing a great service. Thank you so much. You're awesome. Hey, Emma and Finn, this is C. And Jay calling from China. We love your podcast and the community that you have built. So many interesting people and amazing stories. Like everyone, we have faced some challenges this year. As the COVID situation was developing, I returned home with our children. While I remained here for my job, we ended up living apart for nearly half the year before we were finally able to be back together. Those many months apart felt like an eternity but the experience actually brought us closer together as a couple and as a family. Without a doubt, the best thing that happened to us in 2020 was finally being back together. From a non-monogamy perspective, we had to cancel some travel plans to a few lifestyle events, so we turned our focus to virtual events and online communities, including yours. It has been great to meet new people, share some laughs, and for a few minutes at least, forget about all the challenges that this year has brought. Our non-monogamy highlight of 2020 has been staying in touch virtually with a great couple that we met at an event last year before we moved across the world. We seem to have found the elusive four-way connection with them, and it has been wonderful to get to know them more and grow our friendship. We look forward to seeing them again in person someday, hopefully next year. For 2021, we are most looking forward to the return of international travel so that we can safely get home and visit our family and friends. And if the COVID situation allows, have a little sexy fun. And we're back. It's Emma and Finn again, right? right. Are you going to talk? Well, I thought you were going to maybe beef it up a little, but I'm here. I'm here. You're here. You're here. Well, we just wanted to say thank you so much for everyone to everyone for every time i know every single time (laughs) every single time thank you so much for everyone (laughs) thank you so much to everyone for calling in and leaving us all of these amazing voicemails this show wouldn't have happened without of you obviously and actually none of our shows would happen without you that's very true thank you to everybody who called in now and who's come on the show in the last year and two years and every Thank you to everybody Yes, for helping us put this amazing show together. We love all the support and yeah. 
Also, a, a couple of extra little bonus things. A huge congratulations to uh, Michelle and Steve for getting married and finally being able to be on the same continent. Yes, that's super exciting. As she mentioned, they were episode 124. Uh, if you want to go back and listen to their story. And actually, a lot of the other people who called in happened to have been on the show before. And so we're going to put links in the show notes to all of the previous episodes in which these guests were on. Yes. So, so go listen. And yeah, they're all amazing. All of you are amazing. I know you're listening. <laughs> so thank you all for your support, your continued support. We love you all. And we hope yes. you all, all of you, everybody, even the listeners, especially the listeners. I'm going to stop talking. Okay. Tell, them, tell them thank you. And we love them. And, and happy new year. Yes. We love all of you. And don't forget, come back next week. We have our normal, regularly scheduled program coming out an interview next Wednesday. So come back and happy new year, everyone. Wow. We're just rambling. Yeah. We're just pretty much. It's almost like we're doing this way too late. Way too late. And we're way too tired. (laughs) So anyway, the whole point, thank you very much. Happy new year. We'll see you in a week. Happy 2021.